Matt Tizai Christie. And me, Kelly. And you're joining us once again to Unnerved, a horror movie podcast for the first day of October. Woohoo! Very excited. Happy first day of Halloween. <laughs> happy, 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 spooky, extra spooky season. Yes. And for us, it is the month of it. Yes. The month of it, which we're really excited about. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's, it's my favorite. Yes. If you are new here... Every other week, we release an episode where we watch a movie, and then we talk about that movie and the behind the scenes and our thoughts, and then we score it. Yes. So, this month, though, since we're covering It, we're covering It Chapter 1, then It Chapter 2, and mm-hmm. then Halloween weekend, we're dropping the It TV miniseries, as well as our comparisons with the book. Which... Because there's so much content. <laughs> love the book. I literally have a favorite line from the book that I'm really excited to like but we will not be comparing anything to the best of our ability to book in this episode but yes we are aware there are differences there are some major differences um there's some infamous scenes in the book that we won't be talking about until later until we cover the book because there's so much this is like a two and a half hour movie so each yes each everything like two and a half hours for chapter one Mm -hmm. two and a half for chapter two Almost three hours for the miniseries. Okay. And then there's a thousand-page book. Yeah, 1,183 <laughs> or something like that? I, there's a fun fact out there that says it. I can't remember. It's a, hef- it's a chonky book. Yeah, a ch- good book. Oh, yeah. What chonky? It's on my nightstand right now. Is it really? Yeah, it's right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's massive. It's the biggest book on your nightstand. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's bigger than my jewelry box that's over there. <laughs> Well, you can borrow it anytime. Yes. But anyways, enough about this book. We have a lot to cover about it chapter one. Yes. So Kelly, hit us with the cast. The cast. Okay, we're just going to go down the line. Do it. Uh, Jaden Lieberger as Bill Denborough, or Big Bill, which I don't call him that in this movie, but. No. They call him a little bit in chapter two. Chapter two is when they bring like the Eds, uh, Beep Beep Richie, and, okay. and all that from the book. It more prominent in chapter two. Okay. Bill Skarsgård Bill is it, or Pennywise. Jeremy Ray Taylor plays Ben Hanscom. Sophia Lillis is Beverly March. Finn Wolfhard is Richie to- Tozier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt Olaf is Stanley Uris. Chosen Jacobs is Mike Hanlon. Jack Dylan Brazer is Eddie Capsbreck. Nicholas Hamilton is Henry Bowers. Jackson Robert Scott is Georgie Denborough. And then Owen Teague is Patrick Hoxtetter. Yes. There's we, more. We just picked the ones that we felt were the most important. Yeah. As always. Yes. Oh, producer, director. So the director is Andy Muschietti, and his sister is producer, Barbara mm-hmm. Muschietti. Yep. They're great people. They, they were c- really cool, like, in interviews and stuff that I watched. They seem really cool. I love what they did. They seem like really cool directors that listen to the actors, unlike... Last week when we covered The Exorcist, where he was shooting up the place. <gasps> to scare people, not to... Well, they had a much different... Murder. ...cast when you were casting a group of kids. Still, I mean, they listen to their adult actors, yeah, too. Like, in, in other horror movies that they've done, as well as at Chapter 2. So they're yes. decent human beings. Yes. That want to just share their love and creative and spirit. wasn't originally going to be their movie. No, it went through 
several different hands. Yeah. <laughs> several different casts. Oh, and I read some stuff on it. The original guy who had it, oh gosh, Jesus with an F. Uh, don't want to say. It's Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Yeah. Uh, he was going to direct it, and the script was different before the Nishiyetis had their hands on this movie. And they had some stuff in there that I was like, that doesn't even fit that character. No. It, it would have been really, really bad. Yeah, it would not have worked. And the the producing and directing side, like the company and stuff, didn't see eye eye with that director, which is part of the reason he wasn't on the project. Yeah. The only person that he they kept in that cast was... Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Which I love. Yes. I'm a Stranger Things fan, so I love Finn Wolfhard. I think he's really funny. I think he's a he's got potential to be one of the great actors yeah. of his generation. For sure. For sure. Let's get into it. Yes. So, when we start off this movie, we start off with Georgie and Bill. Georgie. Making the SS Georgie, the little paper boat. It's a she Georgie, not an it. Yeah. Big sad. Much sad. So we see the lover, brotherly love. Yeah, and it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, they're teasing each other or maybe Bill is a little rough on him, but they certainly love each other and that's very evident. It's a very normal sibling relationship that we see. Yes. And, and Bill's staying homesick while Georgie goes and plays with his boat. Yeah, and he tells Georgie to go get some wax down from the basement so that way, yes. when Georgie goes outside to play with his boat in the rain, it won't Disintegrate. get wet. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So he has to go down to the basement, mm -hmm. which, for Georgie, that's one of the most terrifying things for him. Spooky. Yes. Scary. Oh, yeah. So he goes down there, and he's, like, whispering to himself, I'm brave. I'm brave. You can do this. He's so cute. I'm like, you, are, you got this, bud. We love you. You got this. So he goes down there with a flashlight, and he gets his stuff, and then he bolts up the stairs, which... Any kid runs up the stairs when the basement that. is dark. I still do that sometimes. <laughs> just because it's, like, so much of a reflex. Like, yeah. it's dark. I don't want to be down here. No, it's kind of creepy. He does see some glowing, what he thinks are eyes in the basement, which turn out to be light bulbs when he turns on the light. But, creep. so he's seen some stuff. I think yeah. when we were watching this, you literally said, like, he knows... He, he knows of Pennywise at this point. A little bit, but he hasn't, like, seen it. But he's he's getting, like, creepy vibes around yes. the corner. It's building up. Yeah. And it's very easy to scare Georgie because he's, tiny. he's, he's small. Tiny. So even just, like, e even if, like, the two lights in the darkness were Pennywise, which they were. Yes. Like, just that in and of itself is terrifying to Georgie. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be scared. Right. So, yeah, he runs back up, and then Bill paints the wax on the boat and sends him outside. Yes. They, they say, be careful and all that, and they never see each other again. Big sad. Because now Georgie's playing with his boat, and it's going down the river, or the stream in the middle it's of the street. It's <laughs> a yeah. little bit. It, it's a very flooded area. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been raining heavily. <laughs> it, uh... It picks up so much speed that he can't keep up with it, and he, it goes into the sewers. He falls or trips or something. He hits his head on one of the, like, caution posts. Okay. So, and it gets away from him, gets in the drain, and that's where we see 
Pennywise for the first time. Yeah, I think he says something like, Bill's gonna kill me, no! Like, right? So Pennywise shows up with his boat. He's like, do you want your boat back? And he's like, uh, yeah, I would love my boat back. Give me my boat! <laughs> like, but, no, we have to have a full-blown conversation and, like, lure Georgie in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers, and then... Pennywise introduces himself. Now they're friends! Because kid logic. Yeah, kid logic. And it, there's some cool stuff that happens in this scene. Um, as you pointed out to me, uh, Pennywise's eyes switch from yellow to blue when he, like, steps out, out into the light of the yep. sewer drain, which is supposed to be Bill's eyes. Yep. Uh, it's just so sad. <laughs> this whole scene is really sad. <laughs> <laughs> He smells the circus. We hear the lines. We all float. Like we see, we hear all that for the first time. Yes. And this was one of the last scenes that they ever shot. Yep. They they wanted everybody to fully understand their character, especially mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. At this point, he knows what he's doing. Yes. For the, probably the most iconic scene in the entire It universe, everybody yes. knows Georgie's death. That's what starts the whole thing. Exactly. So, boom. Uh, but, you know, with only a cat as its witness, it rips off. One sheets his arm. Yeah. And then pulls him into the sewer with him. Which I love this scene. It's really cool. And there's an old lady who notices blood in the street after it's happened. I think she sees him looking in the storm drain and then he's gone. Yeah. Because she goes inside and then comes out and sees that he's gone with just red liquid industry i don't think he she understands that it's blood fully that'd be a hard thing to comprehend right so but yeah george is dead not expected to recover bye georgie but all right and then eight months later Mm. we're at school we see the boys for the first time actually scratch that right before school we see mike first so mike is working with his grandfather Killing and slaughtering some lambs. Yeah, it was a, it's, it's like a gun type thing. I don't really know how to It's something it. to, like, puncture the brain, so it's a quick, easy death. Okay. They mention it also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's why they were, like, losing their jobs, because technology was picking up, yes. so they, butchers weren't as needed. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, and for the purposes of this movie, this takes place in the 80s. Yes. In 1988. Yes, as opposed to other references, which are the 50s. Yes, that's but, what the book said it is. But. Fun facts for later. <laughs> but Mike kind of gets a stern talking to from his grandfather, saying, mm-hmm. if, it, if you don't stick up for yourself, it's going to be you that's going to be sorry later. Yeah, eat or be eaten. Pretty much. And then we cut to, you know, Stanley, mm-hmm. Richie, Eddie, and Bill at school. Yes. And they're walking through the hallways talking about... Um, is it his bar mitzvah that's going to happen, yes. Stanley's? Yeah. yeah. So they're talking about what all happens there and, you know, small, we just get... beginning teenage boys. They're, yes. Their crass language that they probably hide from their parents is showing through and... <laughs> they're being boys. <laughs> they're being boys. I... And as they walk past, we also get Beverly in the bathroom being bullied. Yeah, by Greta. Yeah, screw Greta. Oh, this is... They take a garbage bag, fill it with water from the garbage, and then dump it on her. It is disgusting. Which, any garbage is gross. 
but a female's garbage yeah, is disgusting. No, no, no. So Beverly's being bullied. Yeah. She has zero friends. Oh, yeah. We'll find out later that it's all because, like, rumors have spread about yeah. her being a hoe, yeah. essentially. That's pretty much what it is. And, and everybody's just picking on her left mm-hmm. and right. Like, she does not belong anywhere, and no. she has no friends. And the kids in this movie, uh, 12, 13. Yeah. That age. Yep. So, as, as the, we cut back to the boys. And they're throwing away all of their stuff from their backpacks. Literally dumping textbooks. it upside down, <laughs> textbooks included, into the garbage outside. Knowledge? Who needs it? And they get harassed by Bowers and his gang. Yes. Oh, we did also mildly, mildly skip over where they pass the Bowers gang in the hallways mm-hmm. earlier. And Patrick Hawksetter licks his lips when he looks at Richie. Oh, it's just it's disgusting. It's, it's weird. It's so weird. And then, but the cops are there because there's a girl at the school that's missing. Her name is Betty Ripson. Um, and her mom is there and hoping that she's going to turn up at school. So before the Bowers gang can really kick down the sandcastle, the cops are like, I think it's his dad. Henry Bowers' dad looks at him. Like, yes. What are you doing? The the only person that Henry is, like, terrified of. Right. Because abuse. Oh, yeah. 100%. Heavy abuse. Not good. But the kids are getting terrorized, and they have to separate because, as you said, dad's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut to Ben, who's trying to carry his project home on his bike. So cute. And he's trying to watch his back and make sure that no one sneaks up and starts terrorizing him. Yep, because he's also bullied. But Bev shows up. And she's really, really nice to him. Yep, signs his yearbook. She's the only one that signs his yearbook. And we find out Ben is the new kid. He's listening to New Kids on the Block. Excellent. <laughs> so got some good references to New Kids on the Block songs. Me too, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> Me I, too. I love Ben. I really love Ben. Yeah, he, he deserves all the nice things. Mm-hmm. He deserves everything. He's just a happy boy. Um, but, you know, then they disperse. Yeah. And let's see. We get, Bill gets home. Oh. And he's practicing his poems to kind of stop his stuttering. Yeah, Bill has a stutter. Bad stutter. Uh, yes. Stuttering Bill. Uh, and he gets home to find his dad waiting for him sternly. And he notices that his dad has found his elaborate tunnel system yes. to figure out where Georgie may have been swept up in the flood, as well as a map from his dad's office of dairy. Who works for the, like, sewage and sewer department. Right. And his dad says some choice words. It, it says that Georgie's dead and get over it. Yeah. So each of these kids, as we kind of find out, their parents... Are not good figures in their lives. No, the whole town is essentially poisoned because of Pennywise. Because of Pennywise, so that like the adults are heavily influenced mm-hmm. and are uh, either abusive, neglectful. They in for in Bill's case, it's 
Georgie was the favorite. Now that Georgie's dead, nothing matters. And it was very cold. And His parents don't love him as much. Yeah. They ignore him. Yeah. Kind of neglect him. Right. Don't care what he does. Except when it has to involve Georgie and they don't want to hear about it. Right. They won't talk to their son about the fact that he lost his little brother. No, there's a deleted scene where, like, Bill's trying to get them to go on vacation as a family again. And they're like, absolutely not. You know that was Georgie's favorite place. How dare you bring that up to us? Yeah. It's really, it's it's depressing. It's, this, this movie is very bittersweet to me. (sighs) It's the best way to describe it. I don't know how else. But now... Richie, Eddie, and Bill are at Eddie's house getting some snacks. Snacks! And getting ready to go out for for the day and hang out and do some secretive stuff that their parents shouldn't know about. (laughs) So, they're gonna go hunt down and look around where Georgie may have ended up. Yes. Based on the tunnel system Bill had created. We see Mama Casprack for the first time. Oh, Mama Casprack. I was gonna say, they call this area they're gonna go to the Barrens. Yeah. That's, we'll, we'll just say that. But, yes, Eddie Casprack's mom. She is a thick woman. <laughs> and thick not with two C's. Uh, and not and in a good nice. way. Not no. nice. Uh, very controlling. She, we find out she's probably got Munchausen's, I think Munchausen's by proxy, something like that. Where basically she tells her son he has all these ailments when he's actually a perfectly healthy and fine boy yeah she's like watch out for your allergies all this eddie carries around a fanny pack full of his like medication medication, which all of it is fake because the doctors know Mm -hmm. that he's fine so they're it's all fake medicine that he's thought is actually working and mom is very controlling like you shouldn't be hanging out with this and that and that kind of stuff, you know. She she makes her boy a bubble boy. She's Pretty trying much. to make him a bubble boy. Yes. And <sighs> Yeah, it's not good. No. No, no, it's not good. So they head on out to the Barons. And then we cut to Mike first before we cut back to them. Uh, they are he's going through town to sell the meat from his family's estate. Yes. To the butchers. Mm-hmm. And he has to go through an alley because he sees the Bower gang, gang the hanging around. <laughs> so he's trying to hide from them and he gets his first scare. His first Pennywise scare. Yes. So he sees like these burnt hands coming through the butcher shop door, which is in reference to... His parents... Okay, so this is different. I would make it reference to both because the black spot yes. is mentioned as well. So, some context here. First, we're going to go with the movie. What, yep. what, what he says is that when he was little, he lived in a house, and the house burned down, and he was able to survive and get out, but his parents died in the burning of the house. So these hands coming out are burnt hands, like, trying to escape from a fire. They are the other, Yeah, the other interpretation from the book, kind of, and they kind of, they reference it. They reference it because Ben finds it in the library. Yes, it's called the Black Spot, which was a bar that was it, it was a black owned and operated business, mm-hmm. and um, that got very successful in the town of Barry. And the white people of the time did not agree with that and burnt it to the ground. But because 
it didn't necessarily have all of the fire safety stuff that it could have. Most of the people in the black spot burned to death and could not get out. I'm pretty sure they also, like... They blocked the doors. They blocked the doors, and that's why they couldn't get out. And, yeah, it was, yeah, bad. Trauma! And then the door busts open, and we see Mm -hmm. a lamb jerking around, and then it ends up becoming Pennywise. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it's in reference to either Salem's Lot or Shawshank, but I'm pretty sure it's Salem's Lot. Like, there's a similar scene layout. Okay. To another Stephen King movie. I've never seen either of those, so I'm not going to be help on that one. <laughs> I'm thinking Salem's Lot, but I could be wrong. Let me know in the comments, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. But I, I can't put my finger on it, and I'm not 100% sure. So and I should have looked it up before saying something. But Mike freaks out and kind of backs up and trips on his bike and stuff. And at that exact moment, the Bowers gang finds him in the alley. Yep, and... Throw some racist stuff at saying, get the fuck out of my town. Yeah. And throws a lit cigarette at him. And it, it gets put out right away. It yeah, was already it's... almost done, but. Not nice. No. But he looks back at the door and it's completely normal. And and the butcher comes out and asks if he's okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, not great. Yes. And now we cut to Stanley practicing reading from the Torah. Yeah. Which his dad is unhappy with his pronunciations. And yells at him to put the book away if he's not even going to try. Right. Which is so rude. And again, another reference to neglect or abuse or from a, from the mom and dad family. Yes. And we get Stanley's first scare. The it's flute crazy. lady pa- portrait. Yeah, the flute lady portrait which falls off the wall and then she like terrorizes him. This was originally done as a person mm-hmm. that had makeup, and then they pretty much completely did CGI in post-production. I'm guessing it didn't translate well. It wasn't scary enough, I think, is what they were saying. Yeah. So. Which I get. If, if it's not working, you gotta try something else. Right. Don't force it to work. So. Yay! And then we cut to Ben at the library. Yeah, Ben. Who gets his first scare. So he's looking up the history of dairy i believe at this point yes he sees some stuff in photos one of which is actually a gettysburg civil war photo that they put little things in to make it creepy yep um so he sees i think a boy's head he sees a boy's head and then he sees the red balloon yes and and nobody else sees the red balloon except for the librarian lady that asked him if he didn't have any friends she's looking right at ben so that is it pretty much influencing her. Yeah. He's oh, looking yeah. through her. Oh, it's so creepy. Fun oh. little details, man. Uh, so he follows the balloon. Why? I don't know, but he does. I think Pennywise has a, a, a lure, like a pull. Yeah. Which. Because he can manipulate scents, as we saw with Georgie's death. Like, yes. he can smell pop, he can smell like popcorn when he wants. Mm-hmm. He can manipulate his surroundings. He is not of this earth. He's not! So. <laughs> He follows it down to kind of like a archival storage area down yeah. in the basement of the library, and he turns around because someone's coming down the steps, and it turns out to the to be the body of the boy's head in that Gettysburg photo that we were looking. Collecting at. all the eggs because he's following a trail of eggs. Yeah, yeah. And as he, he messed up. as he runs, then there's Pennywise now in place of the boy. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that saves Ben is that the librarian 
went downstairs and, I don't know, I don't know, trick on her? She was going down there for some reason and ran into him. Yeah, and he, you know, ghost white, freaking out, just runs upstairs. And just bolts. And he's seen for us. Yeah, well, he, he goes outside. He still goes out. This is still, he goes outside and he runs into the Bowers gang. You're right. He and they that. start chasing him. Real bad. Bad timing. Yes. Also at the library is when he wrote a lovely poem for Bev. Yes, on the co- postcard that they have. Yes. So that comes into reference a lot yes, it moving does. forward. But this is the, the scene where it happens, where he, he writes it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's in, in pursuit now. So now we cut to the other four guys who are in the sewers. <laughs> yes. And Eddie is having... Actually, we missed another part. So the bullies do catch him at the kissing bridge. Oh, that happens first? Yes, and Henry starts carving his name into Ben's stomach. Yes. And Ben kicks him and starts getting away. And now the the pursuit happens. Yeah, not great. This this scene, um, so the kids had an acting coach on set named Benjamin Perkins who would help them out, get them into character and stuff. And before this scene, um, oh gosh, Jeremy Ray, that's who plays Ben, he... Jeremy Ray Taylor, yeah, who plays Ben, he had to scream, get off of me, and then they, like, went right into the shoot, and he said he just immediately started crying from that, and was very much in scene, but the, uh, Nicholas Hamilton, who plays Henry Bowers, was actually, like, really nice about it, and after every take, he'd be like, are you okay? (laughs) Right. They were all friends. Yeah. So, but, uh, couldn't tell when they're acting. He, uh, Nicholas Hamilton does a fantastic job, like, Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so now we have the other four guys. And they're going through the sewers. Richie and Eddie are, are kind of fighting a bit. Stanley mm-hmm. is saying that everything's poison ivy. Yep. And, and so only Bill and Richie go into the sewer while the other two are outside yes. looking in. Yep. Bill finds Betty Ripson's shoe. Mm-hmm. Richie, of course, makes a joke. Yep. And they're about to go in pursuit to look for her, because they think she may still be down there and need help. Yeah. But instead they are called to help Ben, because Ben shows up it's looking nasty. Bad. Yeah, so they Ooh. scoop him up and get him to safety yep. on, on their bikes. Yep. And now we see Patrick Hockstetter who uh, he's lurking around in the sewer thinking that that's where Ben is. Yes. And he gets marked by zombie children. It's a premature death for the boy. It is, compared to everything else. But he is now one of the missing kids. Yes. And now we have the pharmacy scene, where <laughs> Eddie, Stanley, and, and Bill are trying to get supplies. Well, Rich, yeah, Richie and Ben are outside. Trying to talk and keep calm. Yes. And poor Beverly is (laughs) coming to terms with her new womanhood problems. Yeah, and is trying to figure out which things she needs and what she should get. Girl, I've been there. (laughs) She has no mom in this to help her out with that. She has no one to really ask or talk to. She has no girlfriends that... Like, maybe see a teacher, but how many teachers are responsible for that back then? Like, Yes. Mom is not in this. 
I'm not sure mom is necessarily alive. Mom died in this version. Okay. Mom is dead. Kind of Because there's a, a deleted scene where dad mentions that she's dead, looks exactly like mom, and douses her with perfume. Ew. Like mom's perfume. That's disgusting. Gross. Yeah. Heckin' gross. But Bev helps the guys mm-hmm. because they don't have money for all the supplies. So she's okay. like, you know what, I got this. I'm going to go be a gross for a hot minute, but we're going to suffer through because someone needs help for this. Right. So she goes and she starts talking to... <sighs> pharmacist, man. Yes. And it's disgusting how much he leans into this as well. Again, the adults are wrong. They're, something is just wrong with And this, this is Greta's dad. So your bully... You have to seduce your bully's dad to steal <laughs> shit? It's a weird sentence I just said, but unfortunately that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you look like Clark Kent and, and everything like that. And she steals his glasses from him and yeah. then accident, accidentally, quote unquote, pushes over a stand on the thing. Mm-hmm. And the second he bends over, she waves for the guys to leave. Yeah. This is before those sensors that would go off when oh, you're trying yeah. to steal oh, shit. Yeah. And then she grabs a pack of cigarettes. For herself. Mm-hmm. Something that she definitely hides from dad. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how how you could do that. You would smell like cigarettes. Yeah. I, I don't know. But she meets up with the guys again. And she notices that it's Ben that's, that's hurt. And she makes a New Kids on the Block reference. And mm-hmm. winks. Yeah. Because it's like their secret. Yep, yep. Their Thank inside you. joke. And Eddie is trying to, like, either improv stitch up and patch up the wound and and richie's like you know you gotta suck the wound out so make it clean and eddie's like that's disgusting no it's not happening <laughs> so uh they invite her mm-hmm. to um the quarry to mo- for the next day to go swimming yeah so now she's part of the losers club yes the losers club is growing it's growing it's getting bigger we're not completely at capacity yet though. no we're only at we're only six mm-hmm only six right now and so bev goes home and she's trying to hide her package from her dad yeah from the pharmacy and he stops her before she can get into her room which Mm -hmm. she can never like close her door in her room which is why she always hides in the bathroom yes so also gross um yeah gross i just don't i do not like bev's dad i hate him so much he's one of the few things in this world that like genuinely makes me unhappy when my stomach like hurt you know right i don't mm -mm. he notices what's in the package in the bag from the pharmacy and he's like are you still my little girl and sniffs her hair (laughs) and she she just is trying to get out of the situation she's like yes i'm still your little girl and she's disgusted by this and goes and chops off her hair in the bathroom which, these were extensions in the movie. Were they? Okay. They were extensions. And the producers originally were, like, tossing back and forth casting her because she looked so much like a tomboy. I know. And so they're like, just keep her with extensions. She looks more feminine this way. Do it. And the second <laughs> she started filming, Andy's like, cut it all off. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, which I think this works so much better. And it's 
so good for her character. Yes, I like this. Because she knows what's happening. She's uncomfortable, but she doesn't know how to get out of it. And right. this is, like, her kind of taking it out on herself. Yeah. And it's it also kind of one of those signs that you see in, like, Criminal Minds or some shit like that. Where, like, when you see dolls disfigured or, like, their hair chopped off yeah. and looks really gross. Like, that's a symbol of how they feel. Okay. Like, uh. disgusted and, and not feminine and not, like, themselves or yeah. pretty or... or as a person anymore so mm -hmm. since she probably doesn't have any dolls she took it out on her own hair yeah which Ooh. whatever she looks, looks better with the short hair i agree she looks cute uh so now we are at the quarry the lake, the lake. and the boys are standing there in their tidy white and this scene is improvised so yes. they're all talking about like loogies and spit and all this and they're like, okay, who's going to go first? Bev shows up, I will, yep. and jumps in before them. Yep. And they're like, holy shit. <laughs> so then they have to jump in, right? Right, so. we just got bested by a girl. <laughs> no! But yeah, so they have that. And then I think there's a scene of them all playing together, which is really cute. Mm -hmm. And then they, I think they pressed a hurt son tanning. And all the, all the boys are just like, What's, what's happening, and the song that's playing is super appropriate. It's yes. in my fun fact, so I'll get to it eventually. I don't remember the exact song. I don't remember song. the name of it. it like I said, it's on, like, page four of this outline that I yeah, have. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. So, they're, they're watching her son tan a little bit, and then Richie, to distract himself, immediately just grabs Ben's book bag mm -hmm. and is like, oh, What's with the history report? He also sees the postcard, but it's snatched away before yes. he can read it. But they're, they are now discussing all the bad things that have happened in Derry throughout the years. And Ben mm. is the one sharing this. Sorry, he's talking about how the, the homicide rate of people in Derry is more than six times the national average. And it's worse for children and people go missing from this town all the time. But no one yeah. ever talks about it. Right. And so they all agree to go and check out Ben's house because Ben's got, like, the true crime wall yes. that yes, everyone dreams about. So Ben quick runs through his room, though. He got to pick up the magazine, got to pick up the underwear and shove it in shove the closet. Under the bed, yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of sucks it in. He's like, I wasn't hiding anything inappropriate. <laughs> I didn't just run in here. <laughs> and I didn't just hide possibly an inappropriate adult magazine yeah, in my sure. underwear. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> You're being weird. I'm not weird. <laughs> right. And now they're talking about the black spot. They're mm -hmm. talking about all the different things that have happened throughout the years. Bev finds the poster behind the door of uh -huh. New Kids on the Block. And she's like, teases Ben a little bit just by looking at him like, I can out you. And he's like, no. And she's like, I, no, I'm a nice girl. I'm not going to show <laughs> all the guys. The and she just keeps it open because it's on the back of the door. So yeah. she's like, I'll just, I'll just keep it hidden. So, they're they're talking about what their possible next move is. They're talking about the sewage system again because Ben has uh, he has little oh gosh, they're, it's like projector yes. slides. So they they were like, okay, we need to look at these like in depth. So that maybe we can figure out how this all adds up. And I think they do they talk about at this point. The, the well house? Yes. Yeah. This is where they talk about the well house and where it could have been located in town. Yes. And Ben doesn't know. Right. Uh, and now we get Eddie walking home. 
Eddie. Eddie gets his scare of the movie, which mm-hmm. he's passing by Neboat Street. Yep. And is, needs to take his medicine. Gets spooked, drops the medicine. And a leper... Yes. ...comes, comes forward and is touching all his medication and is now chasing him... Very gross. Big germ clone. ...around the house. And yep. he's just snot covered and... Yeah, it's pussy. It's, and then Eddie is just about to crawl under a fence when he looks back and it's Pennywise. Yes. With a triangle of balloons. Some of those were real. Some the first were six. Yeah. The first six were real. And then the top, everything above that was CGI. And Pennywise says, I can't remember if he says something like, don't you want to play or something like that. I don't remember the exact line. Eddie is just floored. <laughs> like... Probably shit his pants and, and ran. Yeah. So he's he's safe. Bev gets home. Dad's asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. She unloads her backpack and finds the postcard. Yeah. From who we know is Ben. It's anonymous to her. Yes. It, I can't remember if it says your secret admirer or something. No. It's just the poem, I think. Just the poem? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so she goes and reads it in the bathroom because that's the only place where she has privacy in this house. And it's the yeah. only door that she's allowed to lock. Mm-hmm. And so she reads it and she's flattered and all of that. And she thinks that it's Bill at this point because mm-hmm. she, she likes, really likes Bill. Bill and Bill likes her. And then she starts hearing voices. Coming from the sink drain where she cut her hair off previously. Yes. We hear... The names of the missing kids, like yep. I'm Betty Ripson, yeah. I'm Patrick Hockstetter, and yeah. Victor- uh, Veronica, and then she's like, well, this is weird. So she goes and gets the tape measure. Mm-hmm. And she takes it and she begins to move it down the drain slowly. And this thing goes on for a while. It Dre- doesn't curve. Yeah, drain pipes freaking curve. I don't know what was going on, but she kept going. Paranormal. So she hit, yeah, she hit uh, like an end. And so she started to bring it I think back the tape up. measure can only go 26 feet. Oh, did it go 26 feet? Yes. So she begins to pull it back up, and it's everything is normal until the very end of the tape measure. Like the last foot to two foot yeah, mark? Yeah. Covered in blood and, and then hair. hair. Her hair. And she's spooked by that. And then the hair. Attacks her. He attacks her, and it grabs her wrist. Evil Dead style. Yes. But not as adult. No, no, no. Just, just. Yeah, it wraps Restrains her. Yeah, wraps around her arms and her face, and try, it looks like it's trying to pull her into the drain. Yes. Uh, and then, just as she's basically scream crying into the drain, blood just gushes up out of it, and it just goes everywhere it coats the entire bathroom you want to know something what it's my favorite gore moment really yeah okay bev wins for favorite gore moment interesting well i guess there's not there could be a lot more gore, gore moments in this. there's a lot because when they go to nebo for the first time oh yeah <laughs> yeah georgie at the beginning yep you have i'm surprised georgie isn't your favorite because it's so iconic yeah but Bev's is also really iconic. It's good. It's the one that sticks out to me the most. Okay. okay. Especially from, like, the miniseries, which it's not as elaborate in the miniseries okay. by any means. But just the terror in in the original, from what I remember, she was just, like, hi, like hyperventilating, and she's yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And her dad didn't believe her then either, so. Yeah, dad comes in because she's scream crying, and he hears her. And he 
Because he worries you, Dev. He doesn't see the blood. No. He, he doesn't does see it. He doesn't see it at all. No. Or and so he touches her hair and notices that it's cut for the first time. Why'd you do that? It makes you look like a boy. It's ooh. Nasty. And then we cut to Bill, who was doodling Bev. Very nice doodle. A very nice doodle. And so his ceiling's leaking, and so he goes to get a bucket, notices that Georgie's light is on. Yeah. Reminisce through the toys, we see another turtle symbol. So in the in the quarry at the lake, there's a turtle in the water. Yeah. And then in Georgie's room, it's covered in, like, circus print, but there's a Lego turtle on the, on the nightstand, which mm-hmm. the turtle in the book is a big deal. It's very deal. significant. Yeah. It's Which we'll not, cover. It is not touched on in here. It's but, too wild to bring yeah. into a movie. But just to let you know, if you don't already know, the turtle is very important. It's a good sign. And we'll cover it in when we cover the book. It's a good sign. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. But I like the turtle imagery throughout the movie to give a nod to the book. Yes. So he goes down to the kitchen. And then he follows footprints to the basement. Because he thinks he hears Georgie. Oh, yeah. Because he he hears the walkie-talkie they had go off. And then Georgie's down there. I mean, quote-unquote Georgie's down there. He's a puppet. It's a puppet. Pennywise is using him to lure Ben... Ben. Bill. Bill. uh, Into basically eating (laughs) Bill. Ben, Bill, Bev. (laughs) We got a lot of bees. A lot of bees. A lot of bees. Uh, And Pennywise does this really creepy thing where he rushes him out of the basement water, which has been, because it's flooded, they have a flooded basement at the moment, and Bill is just able to run up the stairs before Pennywise gets a hold of him, but no thank you. He slams his whole body on the steps and just slides off mm-hmm. like a, a limp, like, tentacle or something. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah. But. That whole basement flooding scene took them a day to film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the little kid who plays... Georgie actually got along really well with Bill Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. He he loves Pennywise. Yeah, he does. It's so funny. He wanted to meet him so bad. <laughs> and then when he met him, he really liked him. And it was just, it's just really cute, which is, I mean, that's a hard day for both of them. They're in standing water for a full-day photo shoot, or mm-hmm. full-day film shoot. So, hmm. Well, now it's the next day. Mm-hmm. Just about everybody's gotten scared at this point. I think the only person who hasn't seen anything is Richie. Correct. Yeah, because Eddie did. Uh, yes. Yeah, yep, Richie. So they get called over to Bev's place mm-hmm. while Dad's not home, and she shows them the bathroom. They leave yeah. Richie out to he's stand watch, <laughs> and he's like, what do I do if I see your dad? Do what you do best. Start talking. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody sees it. And she's like, I'm not crazy. And they decide to have a cleaning party. Yeah. And clean it all away for her so that she doesn't have to continuously look at it. Yeah, and things go pretty well. It takes them a while. I mean, there's a lot. And then her and Bill are in the bathroom and Ben is, walks over to her room to see what's in her room. He walks back and sees them together and kind of waddles off. And Bev tests Bill to see if he's the one that wrote the poem. And it's not. Definitely not. Bill yes. says something, I don't really, like, I don't really read. I'm not poetry. familiar with poetry. Yeah, not my thing. She's like, oh, 
but she's that's not gonna phase her. She likes. It really doesn't. No. And she's like, okay, well, somebody else, but I like you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So they all start riding their bikes around town now. Mm-hmm. And Richie's kind of mad that he was stuck outside probably for a couple hours. Easy. It would have taken him a while. Right. And they notice that Mike's bike, the homeschool kid, mm-hmm. is disheveled on the side of the road and then they also notices Belch's car that they use yeah. in the Bowers gang and they decide to go and save him. Yeah, accurate. So now we have the apocalyptic rock four. Mm-hmm. And Henry is basically sitting on top of Mike and he's about to hit him. He's with kneeling a rock. on his chest. So Henry gets more and more murderous as the film goes on, which I wish I wish we almost would have had more time with this because in the book it's very evident he's becoming more and more influenced by Pennywise, but it's a little harder to tell or feel that in the movie, and it's just the way it is. But yeah, yeah, he's. It's not just that he's trying to hurt these kids; he's trying to kill them. Well, you do see a little bit of shock with the Bowers gang when they, because in the beginning they're all with him, mm-hmm. like just pushing around the kids. But yeah. when they take Ben for the first time, yeah, it's bad. Eve, Victor and Belch are like dude yeah like this is not okay but now they're scared of him because he's the one with the knife Mm -hmm. so i think we see it more with the people surrounding henry yes so henry is bent on killing mike uh and the kids save him in the rock war bev throws the first rock yes yeah she is known as what i would call the sharpshooter of the group which isn't more important in the book but she is the best aim yes so, she hits him, this starts the rock war, and they're able to fend off the bullies mm-hmm. and save Mike. And now our seven are complete. My, one of my favorite lines from this whole movie, of Richie's specifically, is go blow your dad, you mullet-wearing asshole, and flips him <laughs> off and leaves. And that's when this scene happens. <laughs> that is great, though. It's great. It's wonderful. They all have a lot of really good lines, but that one... Writing's good. That one I love so much because it's just a big fuck you. Yeah, it is. So now Mike is part of the Losers Gang. We have our lucky seven. We do. We do. So now we have more story time. We find out what Mike's afraid of. Everybody's now shared their story except for Stanley because he's kind of in denial. Stanley, does he ever talk about it with them? No. I didn't think so. I don't think he does in the book either, but... No. Mm-mm. Well, no, he does in this because he mentions, like, he keeps seeing a woman. That's right, and then they see her. And, and Richie's like, is she hot? And he's like, no! That's true, he does say it. But it takes him time. Yes, it, he has to feel comfortable enough to share that story. But Richie's left out because he hasn't seen anything, and then when they ask him what he's afraid of, he says, honestly, clowns scare me. And we see a creepy clown staring at him as he says that. Do you think that's Pennywise? I don't know. I think everybody sees him. Yes. So, maybe he's just an influenced clown. Okay. Okay. So, now, we're going to go check, hang out with Bill in his garage and have a slideshow party. Woohoo! What a fun party. Yes. Say it goes off with a bang. Oh, yeah. So, we're looking at maps. Yeah. We figure out that the warehouse is in Nebolt. Yes. 
and then we get jump scared by Pennywise. All the kids have seen him together now. Yeah, and he comes out of the projector screen, which has been unplugged and is playing up off of the floor, and he begins to target Bev, and then they're able to get the garage door open in time to save her. Yeah. The, uh, belief is, is very strong in this, so if they believe that something will save them, yes, then it happens. Yes. Uh, so that that's how that is, and then they go to Kneebolt, because <laughs> Bill is adamant about time. this. Yes, I have Kneebolt showdown number one. Okay. So Bill goes, and they have to chase after him because they're worried about him. Mm-hmm. He does his extreme speech saying that it's easier walking into this house than my own because my parents suck ass yeah it's sad doesn't stutter once Mm -hmm. so they all draw straws and richie and ed go in with him yes and during the showdown uh we'll get to it in a hot minute but uh they go upstairs we, we Richie also finds a missing poster of himself, and he Freaks starts out. freaking out. This is his first scare, mm-hmm. but he's got friends now. So they go upstairs. Eddie gets separated, separated, and the leopard comes at him again. But he goes through the floor, breaks his arm, and passes out. Yes, but Bill and Richie are still together. Yes, and they continue forward. They see Betty Ripson get pulled across the yeah. the room. Yeah, and they run after her. And then they, the door closes behind them so they can't get to Eddie. Mm-hmm. And then Richie goes into a room and that door slams. The clown room. The clown room. Which one of the clowns is dressed up like Tim Curry's clown from the original miniseries. I read that and I don't know what that looks like. So. It's, when you're looking at the casket, yeah. there's like a little guy on the left. Okay. It's that one. Okay. So it's yellow, it's got big red pom-poms, it's got a multicolored collar. Okay. Um, and like red wisps in his hair. Okay. Very classically clown. Very classic clown look. And there's a coffin. Richie opens it and... It's a puppet version. Yes, of himself. With maids. Yucky. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Close that. Yeah, he's fine, he's kind of looking around. And then Pennywise jumps out at him. Once he closes it, Pennywise jumps out and goes beep beep richie yes so now richie's in a panic uh, bill bill gets him out though just in time just in time and then they see eddie his face come through the mattress mm-hmm. uh, uh spewing red uh, or black sorry uh tar like yeah that would be the best way i'd say it's more tar than anything so it was like a disintegrating tar coming Disgusting. out of him and they're faced with three doors that's not scary at all, scary, or very scary. Yeah. And they pick the not scary at all, which ends up being the top half of Betty Ripson screaming in the closet. Basically. Yes. But then they make, they make it downstairs after convincing some of themselves it's not real. Yes. And to find. Eddie, is, his arm is broken, and he sees Pennywise contorted in the refrigerator come out and come to him. So, this is the very first time yeah. the kids see Pennywise. In, 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 in per- filming. Yes, in filming. Uh, the, so this was about two months into their shoot, and they kept Bill Skarsgård away from all the kids as much as they can. Bill Skarsgård said this was one of the loneliest movies he ever filmed. Because yeah. people were genuinely scared of him. Um, so the fear in, in Eddie... 
the guy who plays Eddie and all the kids in this scene here with the refrigerator is genuine because it is their first time filming with Bill in full costume. Right. So. <laughs> he he contorts out. He which... contorts out. He is starting to attack Eddie, and then the Bill and Richie come down just in time. Yeah. And Pennywise makes a reference to Georgie. Yeah. And we see, like, the werewolf hands coming out, which is in reference to the book as well, That's which, again, Richie's. we'll cover. Yeah. And Bev comes to save the day, stabs Pennywise through the face. Ooh, makes them all distorted and weird. Yes. So he's like, well, I'm actually injured now, so I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And Bill chases after him and sees that he goes down to the well. And find out that this is, in fact, the well house. Yes. And the kids all go outside. But... Before that, just a couple things. The contortionist scene, he did work with the contortionist. Yes. Uh, some of that is CGI, obviously. You can't <laughs> do all of that on your right. own. But some of that was him. And then this, where he's, like, grabbing onto Eddie in, with his face and he's drooling, that's natural. The the teeth prosthetic thing that he had in his mouth made him drool really bad. Yeah. Uh, so that was real. And the, the kid who played Eddie said, Jack Dylan Grazer, he said that after they shot that, he had actually, Bill Skarsgård had drooled on his lip. And after he shot the scene, he's like, oh, I, I drooled. And he, like, you know, sunk, like, licked his lips to get it off. And then he realized. It's like, oh, that, that wasn't, that wasn't mine. <laughs> Ooh, ew. Yeah. Originally, they weren't going to have him drool, but because it, it just added to the ravenous nature they kept. I think it's That nice. as part of his character. But yeah, no, no, we leave, and now uh, Mrs. Casprack in her very eighties attire. Yes, yes, tracksuit basically. Oh yeah, with when... the whole pattern and everything. Oh yeah, oh it's so bad. She is yelling at the kids for breaking Eddie's arm. How could you do this? You are not going to influence this for him. I can't. He's never going to let him see you again. You're not real friends, blah, blah, blah. She drops her keys, and Bev's like, oh, let me get that for you. And she's like, uh, no, I don't want a dirty girl touching anything of mine or my son. Yeah. It says, I've heard the rumors about you. Which I don't think we've said, well, we said she's basically rumored to have slept around. Yes. Which, at one point she says to Bill. It's not true, and they're like, we know. She said, I've only kissed one boy or something. And it was Bill. Yes, so. Whatever. But now that he's gone, Richie starts panicking a little bit, uh-huh. and him and Bill get into a fight. It's, you're gonna kill us all, because what Bill wants is to go back mm-hmm. and kill this thing. And they're like, no. We're gonna die if we do that. And then Bev steps in and goes, don't you see, this is exactly what it wants us to do. It wants us to split up so that it can kill us. <laughs> right. And there's a few punches blown and and they all split up unfortunately so now we get the montage time skip Mm -hmm. of like a month month and a half of the kids yeah separate like going through their day-to-day lives we get the bar mitzvah we get street fighter competition we see yeah eddie healing and and what he can and mike is like unfazed now and killing the sheep and Mm -hmm. because he's like i've seen some shit i'm fine i can do this right and in the deleted scenes, it's the voiceover is Stanley's giving his speech. I don't know why they didn't keep this. 
I wish they kept it, but instead they have this, uh, like, coming-of-age song happening, which is fine, too, but... It's more powerful. The speech is just so much better, and for Stanley especially, like... Who feels, in the book and this, a little under... I don't know if underwhelming is the right word. He's the least strong. And that's just a fact. He's the least strong of the seven. And in the speech he gives, he pretty much tells the adults to f off and he drops the mic and leaves Mm -hmm. and richie's just like clapping so now we have henry who is shooting his dad's gun at bottles and then wants to shoot it at a cat yeah which belch is holding and belch is like you don't you're not gonna shoot me like right very airlines and this is another instance where the boys are just like, no. Yeah. Like, he should know better. Yeah, like, where his weird. But Dad comes out and stops him. Takes the gun back and shoots at Henry's feet three times. Yep. And makes I him wet so himself. I'm so scared. I mean, that's terrifying. And uh, he tells Henry off in front of his friends, like, this bully is nothing in the face of true power and fear. It's like, it's this is how you make cool. a paper man crumble. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sad. So, then we cut to Henry kind of sitting by the car, and Belch and Victor are standing there, and they ask him if he's okay when Henry sees a red balloon. Yep. So he goes and retrieves said balloon, which is then attached to his knife that he had lost earlier in the film. Yep. And he goes inside and kills his dad. Yeah, it's a spring-loaded knife, so when he presses it, it just comes right out and uh, sticks it on his dad's neck because he's a wonderful children's television show. Which is is one of the poison mechanisms of it, and it controls the adults more than the kids because the the adults in every scene are watching this program. Yeah. Like, we see Bev's dad watching it, Henry's dad. We see Mrs. Kasprak watching it at one Mm -hmm. point. Like, it's just... For some reason, the the It TV show. It's, it's the It show. It's the It show. <laughs> it's number one on Netflix, yo. And we see, like, all the dead kids in the background of the show, and Pennywise shows up, and he's got Henry. Henry is now a puppet. And Henry kills his dad. Yep. And we, we don't... We don't see this, but he does kill Belch and Victor. Yes. We see it in a deleted scene. Yes. That, that he does. So before he, we see him in the next scene. Don't. I kind of wish we, they kept it. It's only 30 seconds. I wish I they wish kept they it kept in the movie. I wish they kept it because they were just gone. This is just like, yeah. they don't exist anymore. So now we cut to Eddie at the pharmacy. Yeah. Who's picking up his inhaler. And Greta telling him that his medication is a placebo. A placebo uh, that it's shit. That is bullshit. And she wants to sign his pass. And she writes LOSER in big caps letters. Big sad. Yeah. And now, Bev versus her dad. Bev is trying to leave for the day to go hang out with Bill. Yep. But dad put a lock on the door so she can't get out. And approaches her and says, I know you've been hanging out with those boys, Bev, and I hear what people are saying. And... I don't want that for my little girl, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, holding her in place, because he's on the couch and she came to him. Mm-hmm. And he's holding on to her hand so she can't escape. And she finally sticks up for herself, and she's like, no, I'm not your little girl. This is not okay. Yeah. 
and dad starts to sexually assault her. Mm-hmm. And then she kicks, kicks his ass, mm-hmm. she kicks him in the nuts. Hides in the bathroom, waits for him with the top of the toilet seat, and then whacks him. And I, does this kill him? No, he survived that. Okay, because he's not in the second movie. I wasn't sure if that was... They mentioned in the second movie that he had died five years previous to the Chapter 2 events. Okay. And so she has conquered her dad, and she's going to leave. She turns around? Pennywise! And grabs her by the throat. Yep. She is now kidnapped. Not great. Yeah, not great. So Bill is like, where's Bev? We were supposed to meet here. Mm-hmm. Goes to her place and sees the place in shambles, sees Bev's dad, and sees the warning, like, if you, you die if you try. Yeah. Written and in blood knows. on the walls. So he's like, shit, uh, we have to... Get to this now. <laughs> Autobots assemble, like... <laughs> mm-hmm, pretty much. So he calls up the whole gang, and they're gonna go save Bev. So Kneebolt showdown number two. Yeah, yeah. And they have to convince Stanley to go back into the house. Yes. Which they do, successfully. And they get a rope, and they start going down the well. But before Mike, who's the last one, can get down, lo and behold, Henry Bauer shows up with a killing. <laughs> he wants to kill. And he's buying. He's like, bah. Yeah, he is. He's a sheep. Yeah. And he goes after Mike, who is able to throw him down the well. Mm-hmm. And we don't know whether Henry or not is dead until the second movie. That's Correct. the last we see of him. Correct. Uh, and Mike also drops the bolts. So mm-hmm. there's there's one bolt in the gun from, like, the butchery. Yeah. And he's he drops the other one. So they've only got one shot. Yep. And so we cut to Bev, who wakes up in the and she gets deadlighted. Yeah, and her wake up is uh, reminiscent of the picture Bill was drawing of her earlier. Because they have the shine, which we'll get to when we cover books. <laughs> but the shine, man, it keeps coming up, and we haven't even covered the shining. We need to do that. We do. Uh, but, you know, she's now suspended floating. Yes. She's not dead yet, but she has looked into the deadlights. Yes. Pennywise opened his mouth and it's like three little bulbies. Mm-hmm. And so as the guys are getting Mike situated, Stanley's at the end of the back of the pack and he's thinks he hears Bev's. He just turns around mm-hmm. and then when he turns back around, he has been teleported to another part of the sewer system. Yes. So he thinks his friends have like left him. And then uh who is it but none other than Fruit Lady? I don't know how else to describe it. She's Fruit Lady. Sucking down his face. Very much sucking down his face. And um, the kids go to save him, and he ends up being okay. This took... He freaks out a bit. Yeah, this took apparently three days to film, is what he said. It was at the very, very end. This is one of the very last scenes they all shot together. Mm-hmm. And them all crying and screaming is authentic and real. And they were actually really sad because they became really good friends yeah. through this film shoot. And they knew it was coming to a close, so... That's why they're really freaking out. Yeah. So while they're all comforting Stanley, Bill runs off because he thinks he sees Georgie. Mm-hmm. He sees a vision of Georgie and runs after him. Uh, sees Bev suspended, but then sees Georgie again. He's like, I'm going to come back for her. Yep. And continues after 
Georgie. The yeah. boys are very quick right behind him. They pull down Ben. Pull her down. Ben wakes her up with a kiss as reminiscence of, like, Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Uh, the I, belief. Why does that work? Because belief of waking okay. her up with a kiss. Okay. That is simple as that. Yeah. Okay. Literally, literally, belief is their strongest ally. Okay. And so now it's Bill versus Georgie. Yeah, and we have a little scene where it, it's Georgie, but it's Pennywise, right? He's like, but it's kind of closure for Bill mm-hmm. in a way. And he goes, why, why didn't you save me or something? And then he calls the voter it, and then Bill says it's a she, Georgie. And um, it's sad. Turns out to be Pennywise. He, shoot, he shoots his own brother in the head with the gun. And we have a delayed moment, so it's like... Oh what if it was Georgie? Yeah. Which I kind of like, if especially if you haven't read the book or seen the miniseries. Like, yeah. oh, did he just literally kill his brother? That would be really dark. But he does turn into Pennywise. And, yeah. So now, kids versus Pennywise. Yeah, and they they fight for a little bit, and Pennywise gets a hold of Bill. Yes. And he's like, you know, I, I'll let you guys all go if you leave this one here with me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill all of you anyways. But Richie goes through a, his speech like, you made me go through shitty water, yeah. you made me do X, Y, Z, and now I'm going to have to kill this fucking clown. And then he welcomes him to the Losers Club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they, they all beat him up and stuff like, we're not afraid of you anymore, mm-hmm. you can't hurt us. And they take turns. And Pennywise, as he approaches each of them, turns into what they most fear. Uh, so we see as he turns to Ben, it's a mummy or, you know... And we get all that, but they are able to hurt him enough where he crawls back into another hole and disintegrates and falls away. Yes. So he falls down even deeper and they think that they've killed him. They are victorious. Yes. So now we come to, like, maybe a few days later and they're at the Barons or the Quarry or whatever and they make... I thought it was the same day. It was, like, when they walked out. Well, Sally has all these bandages, and they're all cleaned up. Oh, you're right. Because you're Eddie right. otherwise right. is covered in black tar bile. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, you're right. They're all cleaned up. Uh, I, so. We forgot to mention that Bill finds Georgie's little yellow raincoat. Yeah, and, and he's sad. sad but they make the promise saying that if it ever comes back, they all come back as well and Love take it. care of it for good. Mm-hmm. And... Everybody agrees. Everybody disperses. Bill and Bev give a kiss. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the order in which they leave is the order in which they die mm-hmm. or get hurt. So Stanley yep. is first, <laughs> and then Eddie, and then Richie, mm-hmm. and Mike, and then Bev, uh, then Ben, Bev, then Bill. Mm-hmm. So that's the movie. It took us an hour and six minutes to get there. It's a long one, but that's why we got to do three parts. Yes. So, you you have any taglines? Let's do taglines first. Taglines first. I do. There are only two. It's you'll float two, classic, and it takes many forms. So I think their poster art was really more of the thing. Yeah. Than taglines were. Yeah. So for this, we have a very tricky kill count because. If you watch the movie straight, it's three. But if you count deleted scenes and Betty Ripson, it's six. Oh. Okay, so who are the three? Georgie, Henry Brower's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And Patrick. Patrick. Okay. 
Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. So then if you add deleted scenes, Belch and Victor. And Betty. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I'm, I'm just, because oh, we see Betty as a puppet throughout the thing, yeah, so. Yeah, she is, yeah. It's not like I'm adding, like, Eddie Corcoran or anything like that. Oh, that's, that's a, that was a hard part of book three. Yeah. So, do you have any fun facts? Do you want to go first? so many. Yeah. So, I'll go a little bit. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. We could go back and forth. Yeah, we can. Let's go back and forth. Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise, for his audition, he got to, he put kind of clown makeup on when he showed up for his audition. He did a couple things with him. Is that weird lip thing that he does is Pennywise. That's him. He has mm -hmm. the ability to do that. And he can also move his eyes apart by himself, which apparently the director was really excited about. <laughs> the reason they chose him is that he could be creepy, but he could also be childlike. So Pennywise wears prosthetics on his cheek mm -hmm. in order to make him more like a child, because Pennywise's whole thing is that he feels off, he feeds off of child fears. So he himself is therefore somewhat childlike. Yeah. Uh, so also Bill Skarsgård. He uh, did research into a, the Psycho universe to find his own way to perform Pennywise. So he got inspiration from The Shining, A Clockwork Orange, The Dark Knight, and The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Which all of them ha are great movies. Uh, some may uh, call me out on A Clockwork Orange. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's kind of essential that you watch it at least once. <laughs> just so that everybody, everybody's under the understanding of all the... Mm -hmm messed up shit that happens in that movie i think the other thing skarsgård is he's six foot four dude is tall yes also only 25 when they film this movie mm -hmm. which is i feel like young but yes i don't know and he did a lot of his own stunt work good job i, I would love that good job uh pennywise only has four minutes of dialogue in the entire movie i know isn't that weird it's crazy um, the town of Derry is based on uh, the town of Bangor, Maine. So Andy Muschietti, he actually traveled over to Maine and he went around the town and he like got to see what, you know, Stephen King was basing all of the stuff on in the book. Mm -hmm. And then they actually ended up fil uh, filming in a town called Port Hope in Ontario, Canada. Yep. And then most of the dialogue or banter between like, uh, the actors were improvised, especially between Richie and Eddie. And then Sophia Lillis, was, she had to stand on a box in some scenes because she was so short. I don't know why they she's keep her short. Five feet tall. Well, if she's being suspended up in the air, she's probably got to be on a box. Yeah. Like Or like the angles that they wanted. So she probably had to be on a box because she was only five feet tall. Yeah. Short, shortest in the cast. It's okay. Um, about three weeks before they started actually filming... They brought the kids in so that they could bind, bond together, and they had this three-week, like, bonding experience. They told the kids, you know, don't use your cell phones during this time. Act like you're an 80s kid. They had to teach some of them how to ride a bike because they <laughs> didn't know how to do that. Um, and then during that time, the, the producer, Barbara, literally said it was, like, day two, these kids were best friends. So whatever they did for casting worked. Right. Um, around the time of the theatrical release of the movie in, uh, Lilith's, I, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Um, there was a prank that involved a series of red balloons tied to sewer grates throughout the entire town mimicking the book covers, and it would, it pranked and, and confused and frightened a lot of citizens as well as the police force. 
Yeah. <laughs> along the same time as the red balloon things was that, do you remember the whole clown thing that happened? Yes. Where people would, like, mm-hmm. dress up as clown things, they would terrorize people. Yeah, that was also be- start partly around this time, and people were like, that was creepy. Red balloons is a whole lot less, like, harmful than... People who are dressing up as clowns and hurting people, yeah. Right. <sighs> but, um, in Germany, on the heels of, <laughs> was a bizarre uh, controversy in Russia concerning the Ronald McDonald Pennywise complaint... <laughs> Burger King in Deutschland <laughs> took its uh, took it upon themselves to tease their rival McDonald, uh, being the impromptu message and saying "moral never trust a clown," and uh, essentially made it the longest running Burger King ad ever. I know. I just it's so funny. <laughs> um, Bill Skarsgård is Swedish. Mm-hmm. There are times he sp- he speaks in Swedish as Pennywise. And then he also apparently was so into this performance as Pennywise that he had constant nightmares. Yep. Which is terrifying. That's really hard. So, uh, around the same time as the Burger King ad. Oh no. A few weeks after the release in, in Moscow, so this is the Russian complaint. Yeah. They tried to have the film banned because they said that it was too promoting too much of McDonald's. And it was endorsing their competition. They thought that Pennywise looked like Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Like, what? He doesn't. Not at all. Ma- Unless- the original, a little bit, because of the yellow and the red hair. Sure, but like... No, Pennywise looks nothing like Ronald McDonald. I, I, I don't think... I, I didn't make that connection at all. I know, too, there were clown associations that were really upset by this movie because it put, made clowns look bad. Well, yeah. I mean, that's literally what Pennywise is. Well, not really. People it's were okay. People were afraid of clowns before this book. This book has been around for a long time. I know, but like the reason why he like Stephen King wrote this book is because he saw that most people were afraid of clowns. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to use that. So people were already afraid of clowns. It's not your the book's doing. <laughs> um. So uh, shipping to cinemas uh they went under a code name called Pound Foolish. Which is the literal opposite of Pennywise. Great. Isn't that fantastic? Great. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, there is a large mural outside of the butcher shop we didn't talk about that has Pennywise in it. It's uh, it's a, about the shootout and murder of the Bradley gang in 1929. That's covered in the book as well. It's basically this gang that came to Derry mm-hmm. to, you know basically murder and rob mm-hmm. and the townspeople people took it upon themselves to brutally murder these people yeah uh the this film is the highest grossing stephen king adaptation film to date um and we already talked about the gettysburg stuff so i'm gonna skip over that <laughs> <laughs> um there are a couple a couple of the kids actually wrote to the original tv movie series actors that played their parts for inspiration or just to be like hey <laughs> that was kind of cool they also then wrote letters to their future adult actors so cool. I, yeah, I, I wait i'm waiting to talk about some of that i just wanted to since we were already like yep. on that level just hint at that um so let's see there uh was i was gonna say um it took about five hours the first time bill scars guard put on the makeup 
but that to apply it. They got it down to two, but yeah, because they got so good at it. Yes. <sighs> I think we've already talked about most of the ones that I have here. Oh, so the composer uh, Benjamin Walfish had incorporated uh, children singing the nursery rhyme "Oranges and Lemons" into the score. I, I read that, and apparently it plays when Pennywise is trying mm -hmm. to get a, to, he's getting ready to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we touched on this, but the Fukunaga, who was originally the director for this film before Muschietti took it over, the scenes that I was talking about are like Henry Bowers having sex with a, a sheep and Bev's dad actually raping her, and I'm so glad these things weren't included. Henry yeah. Bowers was not... He wasn't into bestiality. No, that's weird. That's not... Henry Bowers is not... He's human, and mm -hmm. he has flaws, and the reason he turns the way he does is because he's abused and can't deal with the trauma right. of that. He's not like Henry Lucas or something like that. No, I just... So throughout the film, many movie posters are also seen in the background. So uh, throughout like Bill's room and, and some of the other kids. So we see like Beetlejuice, Gremlins, Batman, Lethal Weapon, and we see Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, which... Christy's about that. I'm all about that Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, which all of these films are also owned or, yeah, are owned by Warner Brothers or New Line Cinema. Which are the two distributors of this film. Okay. I don't have any more fun facts. I've got plenty. There's, there's uh, a, so, mean, there's there a was a... Lot, but. For, for this, there was a 16-foot tall set built for the floating kids in the basement. Mm -hmm. And Rodeo FX digitally enhanced it. Um, I know that there was a, a scene that they filmed. I don't know if it was a deleted scene where... Bill actually climbed up that floating thing on set, and he was in a harness, and Pennywise was, like, holding on to him and mm -hmm. freaking him out, but that never made it. Yeah. Uh, the scenes were the, at the Bowers house were the first to be shot, and then the very last scene was Georgie's. Sad. Mm-hmm. Georgie's just sad. Uh, a super-duper fun fact. They say the word fuck 60 times. Yep, 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 yep. Probably mostly Richie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Losers Club, their t-shirts, they pay homage to other Stephen King stories, so The Shining, Carrie, Christine, and Pet Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And during the rock fight, um, Belch is wearing an, uh, well, during the rock fight, uh, the song Rock Fight from Anthrax is playing. Uh, yeah, during the rock fight, Anthrax's version of Antisocial, sorry, is the name of the song that's recorded. And then he, Belch does wear an anthrax shirt. He's wearing a Metallica shirt with the hand coming out of the uh, toilet. Oh, he does wear anthrax earlier in the movie. When he's first terrorizing the kids. Which apparently anthrax has done a bunch of songs that are based off of Stephen King. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like uh, The Stand and Among the Living and all that, which... I had tickets to see Anthrax. I had gotten them for free, and my dad and I couldn't go see them because we had another obligation, and I was upsetting. Really? Yes. When was that? Like three years ago. Ah! I know. I'm so upset. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Are they still touring? Uh, I don't know. Probably mm. not. 
Um, and then lastly, the last thing I have, because everything else can just kind of go out the window at this point, Bev is compared to Molly Ringwald, who starred in <sighs> Pretty in Pink in 1986. She's also in The Breakfast Club, right? Mm-hmm. That's Molly? And uh, the posters in her room are like the psychedelic furs, <laughs> who also sang the title track to Pretty in Pink. See the resemblance to Molly Ringwald. I don't like The Breakfast Club, but I like just parts of it. It's okay. I think it's really edgy, and I didn't watch it until I was in college. So I watched it in high school. Yeah. All right. So let's grade this shit. Yes. I think we're good. I think we're ready. I think we're ready. So we both. So we have five questions that we score on a scale of one to ten each. We can have a possible score of 50 each for a total of 100. So this, we'll get into it. First question, was the movie scary slash was it a good horror movie? 10. I give us a 9. How was the acting? 10. 10. <laughs> How were the special effects? 9.5. <laughs> I give this a 7, and it, it, this is picky, but, like, I don't really like the animation of Pennywise's face when he eats like Georgie's arm, oh. and, I don't, I don't know. I think it looks too unreal, and maybe that's the point. But I don't like it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I also like that they have it outlined with the red paint in his face. Yeah, so that's like cool. every, I like that. So honestly, that never bothered me. When his mouth opens for the dead bites, I don't mind that as much. It's really just when he has like shark mouth going on. Maybe Jaws scared Georgie, and he was playing up the shark factor. But he does it to Eddie too. Maybe Eddie's also afraid of... You don't know. So I get him out of seven. Which Jaws was scary, man! Yeah, back in the 70s, people... 70s? The late 70s? I've never seen Jaws. I'm pretty sure late 70s. But yeah, Jaws was scary! What'd you say? Was it a compelling compelling story or interesting twist? I gave it an 8. This I gave a 10. It is a very compelling story. So, this is a coming-of-age story. I don't mm-hmm. view this really as a horror story. It's more about kids going old. I think the saddest thing too is they filmed this over a summer and the kids met and became best friends and then, you know, they had to go their separate ways and you're never going to be together like that again and that's really the essence of what this movie is. Mm-hmm. And they were right on the cusp of, you know, high school, growing older and I think that's exactly what this is. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of sad. It's bittersweet. It's actually, the, the book almost made me cry. So, yeah. I compared the like, this score I gave it a little bit lower because of the book, because it's, and I just, it was already created. Yeah, that's why the second one, I have See, I, so for how is character development and writing, I gave it a 9.5. I gave that a 7. I gave it a 9.5 because it was written well to compare to the book. Okay. I gave it a 7 because I think it missed certain things that I wish it would have included, or, for example... Ben's and Mike's character are kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, they kind of switched around their personalities a gave, little bit. Yeah, they gave Mike less, and I didn't like that. They Mike took away from huge. Mike and gave to Ben. And I don't think they needed to do that. There was so much to Ben's character in the book that you could have put in this. Um, there was one other thing I didn't like about the writing besides those two. What was it? I don't remember. This is important to me. I dang it. I'm going to probably downgrade that more in the second movie because they really mess up Mike's character in Chapter 2. Yeah. 
But that's for another episode. So my total was 47. Mine's 43. So that puts us at 90. So currently it's tied with The Mist. From uh, 2007. Which we'll probably actually post this tiebreaker because they're both very good movies and we're kind of interested to hear from other people. Between me and Kelly here, uh, our score is 90, but The Mist, we had a guest speaker on uh, with us, so their points were added. So between us, we like it better, but scoring purposes we want a tiebreaker so uh we'll post that in the future to kind of gauge what you guys think of the it series versus the mist so uh we'll be back in two weeks for it chapter two you know for spooky season it is spooky season it's so spooky but yeah definitely watch it read it love it it's it's good it's really good (laughs) Big sad though. Kind of a big sad. Our tie for the top two is are both Stephen King. They are. Huh. Look at that, Stephen King. You be the king. Yeah, I mean he is the king. And this is a Stephen King approved movie. I don't think we mentioned that. <laughs> Could you imagine Stephen King just busting out a Burger King crown after everything we just talked about? Oh my gosh. <laughs> he is the king. He is the king. Uh, but yeah, anyways, find us on our socials. Yeah. Facebook, uh, Horror Movie Podcast. We have a wonderful group over there. Also join us on Twitter at Nerved. Our followers are growing, so welcome. Yes, welcome, welcome. Old and new. We love you. And if you like our artwork. Uh, go visit my sister Danielle at Danny Draws Dragons on Instagram. She drew a little, a little chibi selves. Yes. Yeah. You are so cute. Wait, I'm so cute. (laughs) And we'll see you guys again uh, in two weeks for It Chapter 2. So in the meantime, stay safe. Yes. Stay spooky. Stay extra spooky. Like double shot of spook. Yeah, give yourself a good old double shot of that spooky, spooky season. Yeah. It's about time. You gotta go get yourself pumpkin. Go carve a pumpkin. Go do apple picking. Go to haunted house. Do all that. Apple cider. Yes. Yes. And we'll see you all next time.